0: Are you ready for adventure? Are you an animal lover? Then join our team and work at the Night Zoo tonight. Êtes-vous <laughs> prêt pour l'aventure? Êtes-vous un amoureux
1: des animaux? Alors rejoignez notre équipe et travaillez au Night Zoo ce soir. Musique. The New World Pictures podcast, where we're gonna talk about every movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me as always is Mark. I have to say I'm loving June Gloom. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I thought it was New War Vember.
0: <laughs> and Erica. Bonjour friends, an elephant never forgets. <laughs> that's right. We
1: are actually in Night Vember. That is where we are watching huh? all the movies New World released uh that have the word night in them. Uh but it does feel pretty June gloomy in it this one. And-
0: is Grim, Ryan. Thank you for asking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 Okay, well that's a i thought you were gonna elaborate. All right, what we're talking about is 1987's Night Zoo. Ce soir.
0: Bien sûr, il y a nos défaites Et puis la mort qui est tout au bout Le corps incline déjà la tête la nuit. Ce soir, 21 h sur Was that?
1: Was that? Was that also mixed with the commercial for some sort of face lotion? <laughs> like, what was? <laughs> it does make you want to go out, and uh you know, I my my face feels dry. My skin's dry. I really I feel like wanna... I need to exfoliate. There's something. <laughs> listen to that. It is uh, well. The, the there's another trailer I found, but it is like two. It's like two almost two and a half minutes of just people speaking in French. And I was so like, well, like this movie. Even the trailers are too long. Yeah. Oh oh oh! oh! <laughs> That's right. We're going to punch, gonna sounds. Ta- punch <laughs> sounds. We're talking about 1987's Night Zoo, aka Un Zoolanou. Sponsored by the Canadian Zoola new. Zoola new. Wait. Sponsored by the Canadian Council of Animal Care, reminding all Canadian zoos to make sure <laughs> your security measures are up to date and that you have adequate amount of security staff. You just never know when someone is going to break in with a dying parent and make some, well, permanent adjustments to your <laughs> zoologique.
0: <laughs> Stay safe, Canada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. This movie was written and directed by Jean Claude Lazon in his feature film debut. Lazon grew up in Quebec and he was a high school dropout uh, and was working in a, a glass factory hauling empty bottles. He was discovered by a teacher named Andre Petrowski, who was also a member of the National Film Board of Canada, who discovered some of his writing and then sought him out, found him, encouraged him you need to go and become a filmmaker. And um, at the time, Petrowski predicted- I got some writings that if someone wants to find and encourage me to become a <laughs> filmmaker, I mean, I don't know if they're- It's available. Night too a- <laughs> good, but it's available. So you can reach out to me, Podcast dot newworldpicturespodcast.com. Please, please. <laughs> track I down his writing. I send to you, telling you, <laughs> that bagface script is ready to be put it's into ready full to production. It is ready to <laughs> right. go. It oh, will picking. need to be scanned into a PDF so someone else can read it. <laughs> it will. But it will. It also it w- probably needs 40 to 50 more pages. But <laughs> what, what we have is the foundation of something really magical.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, let's get that bag face um, 2025 ready to go. We- Ooh, bag face
0: 2025, bag face in space.
1: In space, no <laughs> one can hear you bag. <laughs>
0: in space no one can hear your face <laughs> yeah, come on ryan Rhymes get people in the door <laughs> i mean
1: i was trying to do something deliberately no back, bad, but, back yeah i mean i thought that was just a terrible one but i okay all right um <clears throat> so at the time petrowski said to lazoni told him that he would uh either be quote well known or in a psychiatric hospital well he was a few years well, off that's encouraging wasn't that <laughs> wow. but after making his feature film debut the the prediction became somewhat true because Naizu was released and won a record 13 genies what does that
0: mean
1: genie of course being the canadian oscar remember um hmm. reno won the Dock. Was yeah. nominated for Genies. A few God, years. I
0: wish we could just rewatch and talk about <laughs> Reno and the Doc. What about Reno and the Ladoc?
1: Yep. Uh um, I thought you were going <laughs> to tell me that he went into a psychiatric ward after making this movie. <laughs> uh, and well, here's what did happen to him. Oh, and no. let me tell you, it's not. Oh, no. It's uh-oh. even more tragic. Oh, uh Lazon would oh. go on to make 1992's Leolo. Which was nominated for the Palme d'Or uh, at the 1992 Cannes Film Festival and was nominated for nine Genie Awards. Damn. And was named one of the top 10 Canadian films in 2015. But before he could make his third film, and a story as tragic as one of his films, he passed away after flying his Cessna into a mountainside along oh, with his girlfriend, no. Marie Soleil Tuga. So, Ooh. Ooh, that is poor planning. Yeah. Poor, poor planning. I don't know if he planned this. I think that was just an accident. But no, you want to plan. To, you want to plan to fly higher up. Is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! Soccer in blue
1: mark. The gloves are <laughs> off. Wow. Our orthodontist died from the same thing. <laughs> what did he also fly a Cessna? Uh, he he was flying a plane with his wife and flew into a mountain. Uh, But I remember when I was getting uh, braces, admiring all the pictures around the office of him flying planes. And I thought, God, I want to be an orthodontist Yeah, fly planes if I'm an orthodontist. I thought that the prerequisite to flying a plane was orthodontia. Um, (laughs) That shows how much I knew about flying at the time. Um, But maybe, you know, looking back, maybe the reason why I haven't become a pilot is because of him. Uh, Dr. Schmidt, I want to say yeah. his name was. Yeah, so. all right. That's true. Quitters that- never win. Winners never quit. That poster was up, and <laughs> yep. his uh, that poster yep. was also up. Was it winners never win or was it just winners never quit? <laughs> That's what I thought I said. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. Oh, I thought I heard winners never win. I thought, oh, well, that—that I did take away and properly apply to my life. <laughs> yeah, that seems more realistic. That's the yeah. poster somebody needs to make. What winners you- never <laughs> exactly. really win. Think about it. Go home, sweet dreams. Like, oh, hmm, I guess. Oh, that's that's a bummer. I mean, yeah, I guess so in a way. All right. Um, this stars.
0: Sorry, I'm. Re- I'm gonna need a minute. What? I mean, Dr. Schmidt. Well, <laughs> he was a, a very second. nice man. I just need a second. Yeah, he's I very nice. Make, I'm having
1: really, some, like, really nice
0: perspective time. He was a right, very
1: nice man. Right now. I'm he having... helped me with my retainers. And I thank him for that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Him I and mean, the Schmidt family. That also makes me think, like, he did his work, which we all do. But then it's just, I think it's really tragic when someone, you know, passes away doing something that they love. Clearly, that was what he loved doing. And I just think, like... What would happen if I died while we were recording right now? You know, it'd be really tragic. And then I wouldn't get to share all my deep thoughts about Zulalui. Zulalui, Zulalui. What a shame. Well, look, I'm speaking, glad this is
1: something that you love, though. Speaking I mean, of tragedy, we've learned here today, right? <laughs> right. You love this podcast. That's good to know. I, I, was, yeah, I thought you were going to say something know. totally different. Speaking of tragedy, let's talk about, Jeez, guys, let's talk about this movie. On. Um this movie stars I don't know how to say this guy's name. Gilet Mahou? Gilles Mahu? Gilles Mahu? Gilles Mahu? I'm not That's sure how I'd to say, say it, his name.
0: But...
1: He uh who looks like the Quebecois Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Tron! He, he looks like a squat. <laughs> oh you God. cannot even want squat. <laughs> squat. I said Twant Shrunt. or squant? Squant and Twant. <laughs> <coughs> this is actually Mahew's only. Uh, oh, no. This is his only film role, and for his efforts, he was nominated for a genie. But uh, he Good did not. Him. He did not win. In fact, he's the only nomination for Night Zoo that did not win, and oh. that's because he lost to Roger Lebel. Jones. You lost (laughs) to Tommy Lee Jones. Roger LaBelle, who plays Albert, his father, who lives over a lasagna restaurant, uh, who did win the Genie for his performance. And this is his final screen performance because once you win that Genie, it's time to retire Mm -hmm. to the good life. The wishes are over. (laughs) Wish granted. Uh, Here's where you can watch this film. You can rent it on iTunes. It's possible you might be able to check it out on our YouTube. But I will say our YouTube, uh, if we we are allowed to post it, it's going to be a VHS rip. And actually, I found this out way too late and post my multiple viewings of this film. But you can rent it on iTunes and it's actually a updated copy. It actually looks really nice. It was a restored version of it that they have only – all it's only available really via iTunes, and I think it was redone by some Canadian film society. But the movie is not available on any physical media outside of VHS. It never even got to DVD. So – I wonder uh, if the iTunes version is more zoo and less night. Because the VHS rip (laughs) – is very night it's so night that there are many scenes that you i i couldn't help but think well, i have no idea what's going on in this scene. you're gonna
0: need 100 mm-hmm. percent more zoo in this movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a little dark if the movie if the movie's not dark and i'm not talking solely about the subject matter though that is dark though so that's the also rest dark, of the movie yes. is shot it shot like a late 80s commercial for Pontiac Grand Am. <laughs> There's trash cans on fire for yeah. no reason along yeah. the street side. Yeah. There's a lot of blue and red for no coming from what? I don't know. Quebec, but my man. It is it is <laughs> the light the light of the sun goes off and it just it just cascades onto the city in just you know in blue, red, and green, just like your TV, the TV colors. I guess just, so. You know, just I guess uh, so. you know, that's just how it works there, man. We We don't know. We didn't grow up in Canada. Um, what's this movie about? Speaking of, let's find out because I bet a bunch of people are curious. Because I imagine a lot of people have never seen this movie, just like we had never seen this movie. <laughs> so, what's this movie about, Mark? Let's start with you. Uh, this movie is about uh, the really phenomenal hairstylists that are in prisons. Uh, If you are looking to get your hair frosted, oh, so well frosted. But I've I've carried this awesome frosted look for a while. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to prison. I don't know how I'm going to keep this up. Don't worry. They've got great hair in prison yep. that'll keep that quaff looking perfect. You're like, I want to look like a member of Duran Duran. So mm-hmm. can you keep this look going while I serve my sentence? Right. Can you keep this going? Yes, exactly. In Canadian prisons as prison, it it is out, possible. You can, yeah. yeah. Erica, what it what is night two about?
0: Try as you might, you can't hide stuff from your parents forever.
1: <laughs> it's true. They find it. That's true. They find it's it. very true. It helps if you mm-hmm. if you go to prison for two years and they have the run of looking around everywhere That's in right. the house for, yeah. including the walls.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. For me, yeah. this movie is about you know, once you put cocaine in a thermos, you're never going to get the cocaine smell out
0: of it. <laughs> your soups have never been more energetic <laughs> yeah. after lining your thermos with the cocaine. Hey, how you doing? Wasn't that a, a thermos? Lunch? Woo! Yeah, soup. It was a thermos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, was it, thermos. Was. it
1: looked to me like a martini shaker.
0: <laughs> no, I, I was did. Thinking,
1: boy, that is a waste of a martini mm-hmm. shaker. Yeah, no. It was
0: a thermos, and that's yeah. so funny that you said that. I thought the same thing. I was like, woo! Hot chocolate. Woo, woo,
1: woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're never gonna get you're never gonna get that stuff out. You're never getting it out. Uh before we get to letterbox synopsis, here's what uh Jean-Claude Lezon. Told the Chicago Tribune Night Zoo was about. He says Night Zoo is really a high contrast film between two styles of movies an underground thriller, razor blade cut, mixed with a more slow paced European style film. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up on that last part, yeah. Jean Claude. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, definitely they, had had really pace, pace, dull, but... they have really dull razor blades in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right. that's right. I mean, yeah. a razor blade cut is. Especially in that to, part of Canada. It's up to the eye of the beholder. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that part of Canada. I'm sorry, they, Vancouver. I was not including you. In, yeah, no, in Vancouver's that, got so. much... They, they've got uh, really sharp razors over there. Mm-hmm.
0: This the, movie was 90 minutes when it was filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> the once Vancouver sh- version of once it. Once they
1: shifted to Montreal, they were like, oh, that's suddenly tacked on mm-hmm. another hour. Mm-hmm. That's weird.
0: Yeah. It's like
1: odd. The Letterbox synopsis is this. If we're on Letterboxd, give us a follow if you can. Marcel, recently released from prison, attempt to re... (laughs) Okay.
0: Come on, letterbox
1: Attempt to rebuild his relationship with his girlfriend, Julie, now a prostitute. That makes it seem like that's a big part of the film. And just to let you know, it's not. It's not that it isn't a part of the film, but leading with that piece of information makes it seem like that's really a big part of it. And it's not. And especially his father, Albert, who thinks he's been away on a long trip abroad. Not really, but I mean... Not really. Yeah, that's He has not thought no. that. That's a ruse that no. he has put on. He knows very well his son's in prison.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that little element is dispersed. But I guess they're just trying to uh, make this all sound more I'll sympathetic. Also, sort of
0: son is super old. Like, you have not been away. Like- oh, I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean... He was
0: like, hey, I got an internship. And he's like, son, you're 37. You didn't get an internship.
1: (laughs) But not to, you know, not to skip the things I love. But the thing is, is that I get why the dad is so frustrated with him. Because he's like, dude, get it together. You are too old for Mm -hmm. this shit. Yeah. Get, like... You're wearing yeah. sunglasses at night indoors, and you're riding around on motorcycles, and you're in jail. And I you're found de- your
0: cocaine. I found your
1: cocaine and all your drug money. Like, yeah. get would you? You also, you're like, well into your forties, my man. Get also, it together.
0: Not to interrupt. I'm sorry. I don't know the inner works inner workings of cocaine, but does it have an expiration date? Because it That's seemed a good call. like well, he kept would've... it fresh
1: in his thermos.
0: Okay. Yeah, of yeah, course. I mean, it, it, Everything seems fresh in a like thermos. It's vacuum sealed, guys. After two years, how fresh is that cocaine? I don't know.
1: <laughs> right. So what? you. So look, you can't serve it to you can't serve it to good company. You have to just give it to friends because it's not the freshest right. cocaine. Yeah, it's going to fuck friend? you up. Not as much, but it will still fuck you up. But, I mean, this is a guy that's also, his answering machine is using two-inch reel-to-reel tape. Reel-to-reel. He's he's old school in every way. And I I have a question about that in a second, but let's finish this synopsis. Oh,
0: my God, the synopsis. Of course it's long. There's more? No, there's more. Of course it's
1: long. (laughs) Yeah, it's long. It's (laughs) long like this movie. It has a lot to cover Uh, like this movie does. uh, Is it multiple (laughs) paragraphs? How long does this go? It is one very long sentence. Um, while being pursued by two corrupt cops, one of whom bears a long-standing grudge against him. I guess that's true. The one that he actually knows does. Charlie. Is that the, is that the other the one, one has, a new, a has a new, has a, no, that's the new that, standing grudge. That's, that's oh, his oh, new partner, that. George, okay. who, uh, tries to hit on him in, in a restaurant and then gets in a fight in the bathroom and then, uh then does not like him for the rest of the movie as as many people know i i am a bald man
0: but if i had (laughs) hair (laughs) i'm not a bald man but i do know what love is
1: i'm just a bald man but i've learned things (laughs) i can't speak like a man who has hair i'm a bald man lube in your hair Putting lube in your hair. Yeah. I would be concerned about how well that would wash out. It's baby oil, though. It's baby it, oil, isn't it? Is it I don't it's that scene yeah. was so dark. I don't know. I know. It's so happening. dark. I just thought there know. was lube. Did yeah. he drink some of it? It looked like it. Um, so I don't oh. know exactly what was happening. I just remember. I don't know the medicinal
0: I, purposes of lube. I'm a bald man, but <laughs> and how fresh is I, the lube? How is it fresh old? Is it? Pres- it's as old as
1: the it. cocaine he preserve it in a thermos i, mean, I don't going. know i can't it's too dark in the bathroom i can't see what's going on i remember going to bible <laughs> camp in eighth grade and i got vaseline in my hair this is when mm. i had hair <laughs> and it took days to wash <laughs> out of my hair oh wow! and i can only imagine that that uh, astroglide is gonna even take even longer yeah. to get out of your hair Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I was wondering if that is like if that if that's the solution to really good if that's a cheap solution just to put baby oil in your hair and then you know it really holds holds the look. Do you think that he was expecting to give a handy while at the restaurant and just brought the lube with him? I mean, do people keep a lube Wait. in their pocket at all times?
0: I'm not a lube a expert. Thing? I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you crunch your numbers on lube?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> While he's being oh God, pursued we are, by.
0: We are still uh, on the synopsis. We are still on the synopsis.
1: Uh, for drug money, he's alleged to possess if, period and end. Uh, he okay. does. He does possess his drug money. Um, that's yeah. that's that's told in the very opening shot, which we open. in Marcel's apartment as he's getting a phone call to his answering machine. As Mark said, it's a giant reel to reel answering machine.
0: Si tu prenais toujours tes messages sur ta machine, mon poignard. J'espère que tu ne nous as pas oubliés. Nous autres, on t'attend.
1: On a même envoyé un
0: petit cadeau que tu devrais recevoir, livré à la porte de ta cellule, juste pour te rappeler qu'on est là. On a essayé d'avoir Brigitte Bardot, mais elle n'était pas disponible. En tout cas, on ne fait pas.
1: But it made me think as we look out his window to a Montreal bridge, potentially the Jacques Cartier Bridge, but I don't know because I've never been to Montreal. But he's paying for this sweet apartment for two years. Yeah. Like, how much of that drug money that he has, how much is he going to have left? Well, we don't know what rent was like in that part of Quebec at that but time. But it, it has a beautiful view of the water and the bridge. He's got, that's got to be by 1987 dollars. It's got to be what? 50 bucks a month. <laughs> I
0: have no <laughs> idea.
1: <laughs> I'm, under, <laughs> I'm <undercutting> it incredibly. <laughs> I mean, and on top of that, what does he even do? He's a musician. He's an artist. Yeah, he's a musician, an artist, a motorcycle rider. He's got and. all the time in the world once he gets out of prison mm-hmm. and I, I get it. You don't, you know, when they walk back into the office and go, Hey guys, I'm out of prison. I'm back. I'm back to work. Um, but we meet Marcel at not a very good place in his life because he has been in prison for two years. Um, mm-hmm. prison doesn't treat him very well as we see in a very, uh, in a rough scene. There's a reason why, uh, Crimes of Crimes of Passion is the uh, opening trailer on the VHS. You're like, okay. Once that scene happens in prison, you're like, I see, I see now. What well, they're like, hey, if you like this, why not try Crimes of Passion? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Marcel's uh, prison's not great to him. These corrupt cops want his money, and he really needs a new TV after he smashes his old one. He smashes the TV to get a gun out of it, but. In order to put a gun in a TV, right? You did. He couldn't have just had a, unscrewed the back. He had a friend at the manufacturer. He had a. Oh. Got it, got it. He had a friend at the Zenith plant. Yeah. yeah, in the factory, like, hey, on this one that I definitely will then have to buy. <laughs> so you're gonna have to supply me with the uh, mm-hmm. SKU number mm-hmm. so I can buy this specific one. But yeah, thanks, man. Just put this in there. Speaking of uh, Marcel, his dad is also in an equally bad place. His wife has left him. The owner of the restaurant he lives over wants him out. His heart is going. And he has no idea what hashish is. So.
0: (laughs) That's three strikes, Albert. That is tough. That's tough Excuse me, Albert. Albert. Oh, bear. He's That's also so.
1: doing some remodeling that he's unaware of the remodeling schedule. Yeah. And uh I, I mean, seemingly everyone, his his relatives slash friends who work at this restaurant,
0: yeah. Is they, his own the resta- is they own the no, like- restaurant. They own
1: it, no It's just the guy who owns the restaurant. He's owned the restaurant for a while, but he's he says he's lived over that restaurant like through three different owners. So he's like, You're not gonna get me to leave. And they know Ugh, Marcel. What a nightmare
0: tenant. Move <laughs> out, Albert.
1: He's also he's also their friends. They go moose hunting as they talk about. Are they friends? Oftentimes.
0: Final question early.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, Are they
0: friends? Or is it just like, okay, Albert, yeah, we're going to go hunting. Ugh, let's move out.
1: Yeah, was he trying to like be friends with them? Like, I'll take you hunting and like maybe mm-hmm. something might happen. And I can get rid of you and I can get you out of that apartment.
0: Yeah. And I don't feel like he was really Albert's real friend.
1: Because he's also, I mean, the rent control has to be crazy. I'm very concerned with Montreal rent back <laughs> in are. 1987. I'm very you concerned. Are. I think those are, though, indeed his friends, because when Marcel does show up coming out of jail, they like greet him and they're very excited to see him. And clearly they know him. And in the fact, uh, they treat him like he's someone they've known for a very long time, like from maybe his childhood, which means that, he's been living over these particular owners mm-hmm. for at least 30 years because Marcel, <laughs> because Marcel is so old. Is old.
0: <laughs> he's very
1: old. But he has one young friend who early on in the movie decides to take a dump in the bathroom and they all walk in on him to mm-hmm. look for things.
0: Yeah. And who's that
1: know, guy? That, that, that he's speaking Italian to all those guys. So that it's not subtitled because he's speaking Italian because I think he owns the Italian restaurant. And those are the Italian workers that are working on all the walls because the walls are messed up and the stuccos are coming off. And that's why he has to, like, redo the apartment, even if Marcel's dad's in there, because they need to redo it. So they force that all on him. It's said very it's it. it, This movie does not waste. While there is plenty of time in this movie, they don't waste a lot on exposition. They are just throwing you in and you got to figure it out. And for sure, there. this movie really picks and chooses when it wants to give you subtitles. There's long right, sections right. of dialogue with no right. subtitles at all. But I want to go back really quickly to the worker-slash-friend who's taking a dump and they walk in on him. He right. is non-plus about this situation. And being walked in on while going to the bathroom is one of my absolute nightmares.
0: Um, <laughs> uh... I lock the door
1: in my own house. Because sure. I'm so terrified oh, yeah. of, sure. of my own family in. members walking in on me while you're riding the pony.
0: <laughs> riding the pony
1: because he's hovering. I'm. He's hovering. He's hovering over the toilet. He's just not going to. He's <laughs> not going to fully sit. Riding the pony. When I worked at a bank, I remember w- admiring the guys that would grab the Wall Street Journal and they would tuck it under their arm and. Uh, be on their way to the bathroom and stop. They would stop at various desks and hold conversations still with the newspaper tucked under their arm. It's not like they were holding two bowling balls and had to tuck it under their arm. (laughs) But I do want to see someone try to do that. How do you tuck a bowling ball under your arm? I want to see it. As you're having this conversation Every everyone who is the receiver of the conversation sees the talk to Wall Street Journal and knows where you're going. I can't imagine yeah. that anyone yeah. was looking was was thinking to themselves, "Huh, I wonder if Mister Conrad is going to go back to his office and do some paper mache later on today and needs right. the newspaper right. for it. I wonder, did he? Does he already have flour in his office? Does he have enough?" I I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine those thoughts were happening if they were good for them. But these guys, they had no problem letting the world know I'm taking this newspaper into the bathroom and I'm going to take a long shit. Does he have popsicle sticks so he can build his Elm Street house back in his office? (laughs) Well, that would, he would have to talk a popsicle <laughs> under his arm, which would be a little bit of a different message. Uh, now that, Maybe he's, would, is he, he even eating more the popsicle <laughs> as he goes? Nothing like a pre-poop popsicle. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Ew.
0: <laughs>
1: this, Ew. Is, this is one of those high fiber popsicles that are out now that everyone's really, really helps, into. Really helps the movement.
0: But pooping on the Cold clock. mouth,
1: full poop.
0: Yeah. No, we're gonna. This is gonna be a long episode because we're taking our cues from Zulanui. Taking our cues from Night Zoo. Zulanui. I think pooping on the clock is smart. (laughs) I think
1: Erica's always said that.
0: Save it, you know. Yeah. Like save it and poop on the clock. Why not? Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't do that. (laughs) But when I did do that, which I did have a, a job back in Chicago where I would print out articles <laughs> from my desk to go read on the toilet because there was only like one other office in that on the floor. So the bathroom was was very clean and pristine, unlike most bathrooms I've ever at any place I've ever worked. So I did feel comfortable, but I would hide my reading material and I would throw it away in the bathroom so nobody would know. Everybody knew. would you try to flush it down the toilet? Would you just be shoving yep. it just I would it in the yes. toilet in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to flush company secrets. <laughs> I was choked out. <laughs> That's Nobody, true. nobody's gonna get my printed off my, no one's get, gonna get my printed off map quest directions. I'm gonna shove these down into the my. I love to read MapQuest directions, Mark. You know me. I love to read that. Oh
0: man nothing I love read, reading
1: MapQuest.
0: Nothing freeze the bowels by knowing how many miles it is between here and Skokie.
1: <laughs> Plus, I would never lock the bathroom door, so somebody's invariably gonna walk in, just like that guy in right. The he was sitting there so casual about it. Cause I think he had the newspaper over him. So he's yeah. like, you're not going to see He anything. put his
0: feet up. He was like, go on. I felt like if I was going to be any character in this movie, I would be that guy. Like, Oh, you're showing this apartment right now. All right, partner. Just let me get my legs out of the way. Yeah. I liked like,
1: that. Once they left him, he was like, cause he was yelling for them to get out. I'm imagining yeah. again, it's not subtitled. Cause I think as they're speaking in Italian. So I think that's why it's not subtitled. That said for the American audience, subtitle everyone it would be nice to know what anyone's saying nope yeah but uh but we only get a select we only get a select uh subtitles but anyway um as soon as they leave he props his feet up against the wall yeah which i'm like well that's interesting Mm -hmm. you don't get to do that very often well that's how you get that's how you get a really good push is you put your feet (laughs) up against the wall (laughs) you're really that's right (laughs) um and what's also interesting about that bathroom is that it then, sounds
0: like when you guys are pooping, you're like fighting the poop, like you're forcing it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where when I go in, I'm like, whoa, thanks for staying in this long. We're fighting thanks against for, <laughs> Thanks for making it to the toilet.
1: And if you think this <laughs> podcast is gross, wait till you watch the movie we're discussing. <laughs> um the dad, Albert, when he's come when he's when they're banging through the walls, he's like taking a bath. So then he goes back into the bath and his friend, I think Tony is the guy's name. Then he comes up and starts talking to him while he's in the bath. Yeah. Which is my yeah. thing. So Mark's thing is like, Oh, don't come in on me while I'm, but my thing is like, friends don't watch me take a bath. <laughs> like he's got to be somewhat close to this guy. Cause this guy is just like casually talking to him in the, odd, him in the I'm bath. I'm the
0: odd man out because I'm like, I'm taking a shit, I'm taking a shower. If something's important, come on in. Let's <laughs> let's hash it out. Let's talk through it.
1: <laughs> Which they do. They do in that scene. Hmm. Is there an age when you go back to taking baths? Like, as a person who is bald and doesn't take baths... <laughs> will there come a day as soon as you lost that hair you're like well baths. i guess it's over well will there come a day when i decide baths are back there's a good that's a good question i'm so glad we're talking about everything but the movie the um i think the thing about ever taking a bath is that i would be like it would be nice to take a bath but we have a hot tub so i could do that sort of in there but if I was going to take a, a bath, then I would definitely have to clean the shower, the whole thing out first. So there's a clean pre cleaning process. Cause shit in the bathtub, yeah, because I take a shit in the bathtub <laughs> and then I shower, so that nobody knows.
0: <laughs> That's but nobody fair. knows That's... because he throws the shit away before he leaves the room, so that no one can see that he did it. <laughs> I, 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 remind stuff, me not to I ever, ever the empty artic- the trash in your I bathroom. Stuffed,
1: <laughs> I stuffed the book I'm reading into the toilet and try to flush it, and I put the poop in the trash. <laughs> uh, let's talk about his American jail pal. Mark brought him up, uh, with his cool hair. It's his one pal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he, what's interesting is they have a whole plan that we get to at the end of the movie that involves his buddy, mm-hmm. and he goes back to jail. So I guess they timed it just perfectly to him getting out. Yeah. But right. it, it's it's right. interesting that he has an American pal in jail. And that's the only time we get any actual English in the movie.
0: Yeah. So that threw me for a loop. Right. Well, actually,
1: when he meets George in the restaurant oh. prior to
0: yeah, George wanting
1: to, I guess, give him a handy in the bathroom. Lube, George up, oh. But in, in between uh, th- that scene and the shedding scene is... Uh, Marcel meeting up with his dad and them trying to rekindle some sort of relationship because obviously they were estranged before he went to prison. Right. And the dad has always seemingly wanted to rekindle a, a relationship with his son. It's kind of undetermined whether his son really wanted to rekindle any kind of relationship with his father uh, his mom left a while ago. The the dad while, they, while not... he was in prison, I believe. Yeah, said... while he was in prison, right. And the dad is not over that and is always hoping that she will come back. Um, and she sort of does at one point, but maybe I don't, think, I don't think so. I don't think so for real. But I think it's very. It's a very sweet. Probably, probably, probably my favorite scene there was that little sweet moment. That that is my favorite scene, but (laughs) we'll get to that. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot (laughs) of, well, we discover that Albert, the dad, has discovered the drugs and the money in the house because, you know, you've been doing construction on your house and. Right. You've been gone for two years. So you're going to find out eventually what's been hidden. When you hide it in the wall. Picture it in the wall. And the son i don't know if that's the impetus or if it was always an intention that there's a chance now to rekindle or or just to to find the relationship between the two of them again but the son uses this as an opportunity to buy his dad a a car to to say hey we're going to go hunting together uh they go, they fishing, go fishing together I had to, I had a couple, a little problem with their fishing, um, strategy. Okay. Cause making moose noises over, over the, over the, the well, water. Well, that's not good. Um, I don't, I don't know about the theory of rain being a positive when you're out fishing. Um, there was no use of like a Helix 5 or a Vexlar or any way, way to find the fish outside of just being on a rowboat. Um, seems like you could spend all day trying to find fish in that way. I mean, you should use modern technology if you can to try and find. Do them. they have that in nineteen eighty seven? Yeah, sure. Well, it, I th- felt like, like s- though
0: when he said that the that the rain like brought the fish was that was just Albert, like thinking positive. Oh,
1: see, you say it the right way. I just say Al- Albert, right? The so, guy's dad, the we like, like, <laughs> as we've often called him. him, the guy's dad. dad. Mm-hmm.
0: I felt mm-hmm. like that I'm was so just dad. him being like, he was. Squants so, dad. Squat, French Canadian
1: squants dad.
0: dad. <laughs> I feel like that was just him when you're doing that thing that you've always wanted to do and your kid is still like, That then when it starts to go sideways, you're like, no, this is great. Like that.
1: Yeah, because you're like, oh, I'm oh, great. We're fishing, which mm-hmm. I don't want to do. And we're and fishing now, in the rain. rain. And then and he's like oh, like, oh, this is the best uh, you know, environment for fish. When it's like, I don't know that's to be true, but trying to it keep his son in like, it. Trying to keep his son in the game.
0: Yeah, it made me feel like Albert was a real glass half full kind of guy. And that's why his life. That that's is, why his wife left. <laughs> Toxically positive, yeah. they say. <laughs>
1: well, he's positive up until a point because once Marcel does not actually catch the fish that is he's on like, his line. Go. Then let's go. he's like, fuck <laughs> this, you fucking idiot. You can't fish at all, you, you suck.
0: You not catch a fish.
1: I had the net and everything. I was ready. I put so much cocaine
0: on that worm. We should have a zillion fish in this boat.
1: (laughs) I know it's not fresh cocaine anymore, but it still should have done the trick. Uh, He does try to hook up uh, or try to repair things also with his girlfriend. I mean, to a degree. I
0: don't think it works out. I I don't think she's into him anymore. No.
1: No. And honestly, it's weird that she's a big part of the poster. And on the box, I'm like... She's not a significant part of this movie. And all we find out from them is they may like each other, but they are angry at each other and they really need to have a good long sit down chit chat, which they never do. So no. So Mm -hmm. like it's, it's not uh, early things
0: I loved the ladies in this movie hate the dudes and that never changes. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Erica's posing a, it. Like a cool pose. <laughs> She's really
1: digging that. I like that. <laughs> For yeah. listeners at home. He forces himself upon her and Correct. after he finishes then he says I love you. I right. kind of thought that was the like the reverse of the way you're supposed to go about that. But I mean, Yeah, where do I he know?
0: puts her in danger at every turn and he's like why don't you love me oh yeah because right. every time right. she interacts with you her life her literal life is in danger yeah but
1: so well, she's she works as a yeah, she's like over
0: a, marcel fiend fiend marcel
1: she like works as a not only as a prostitute but she works sort of like in one of those booths where like in a where she's like stripping and it's like a private like booth a where you put money in. Booth. Like a peep, Ryan, show, it's peep, a peep show, show. It's a peep thank show. It's a peep show. Thank okay. you, Ryan, okay.
0: for considering that as a W-2 profession. Thank you. <laughs> she's definitely W-2'd for that. Definitely had to fill some paperwork. I don't know. Paperwork.
1: I don't know what the health care plan might... Like. This is Canada too, so her health well, care is taken care of. It's yeah, taken
0: care of. Yeah. Thank you for considering her as an employee
1: of. Yeah. The 401k match at a peep show is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't... So, they match... I mean... Plus, they match up to fifty percent, which is trois, really nice. You know, yeah. one, two, three.
0: They
1: match one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, one, two, or three. That's one of those. Either one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So they. So she. She. She gets caught by the corrupt cops, and they're basically gonna, like shoot her up and make her OD. Yeah. So then that ends up not In happening. Her mouth? In her mouth. Right? In her mouth. So going to shoot her up in her mouth. In How her mouth. Awful. I was like, Dude, are you going to shoot her in her tongue? Is this... Yeah. Are you going to... do? Does she need a tooth pulled? And you're just going to numb up the one front tooth? Or yeah, what is happening horrible. there? Yeah, that was yeah, rough. Well, he was... gets him to stop, but we never return to her. So once his dad passes, does he go back and go, hey. Hey, I know that, like, you nearly died because of me, but... uh Hey. If he does, I, I hope together. she's still
0: like go away, stay away <laughs> from me. She's literally she's literally screaming in that scene, stay away from me. I hope she I hope he does because because every time he comes around her, it's bad news for her.
1: You understood the French she was saying?
0: Yeah. Well, it was subtitled. She was like stay away. <laughs> I thought you understood oh.
1: her speaking French is what I was saying.
0: No. <laughs> well, the thing is, I asked
1: you if you understood the French, and you were like, no, no, and because- that's when I f- I found out that Jean Claude Lazon said that like when this movie played in France, they had to subtitle it in French, yeah, for it's- the French people to understand it's it. Different. Like 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 when Train Spotting was released in the United States, and they had to subtitle like the louder scene, like, like the club, club scene, scene yeah. and some of those scenes, where they had to subtitle it in English so that Americans could understand it.
0: Well, it is. It's just you know. Different and different accents and different sounds, so it would, it would be like every now and then a word would be like oh, but yeah. Generally speaking, no, I couldn't because I feel I had like to read it.
1: So French Canadians to me are the Scots of France.
0: It's not that it's thick. Well,
1: mate you know, like they're like that, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like oh, I don't know, I it's can't. Not even that it's good, <laughs> I can't understand that. Yeah, it's just it's too intense. It's just different. Also, he had got a that pocket nailed. full of tokens. <laughs> Why didn't he just keep? Why didn't he just keep pumping tokens into the booth and keeping the, the, the little blocker up instead of pounding on the glass? Yeah. If pounding on the glass yeah. worked, nobody would ever buy the tokens.
0: And it's like, you don't have to rough this guy up. His dick is out. Like, just walk right. in and he's going to be like, oh, no! My
1: We're, dick! But oh, <laughs> he's not. As many people in this film are, they're not as worried about people walking in on them when they have their dick I out. I felt like that guy was worried. Also, I would have said, give me the tokens. With your other hand, <laughs> yeah. You when he's grabbing in and putting those tokens in, you know, there's a little bit of I don't know <laughs> skin cells from that guy. Well, there's going to be some things, things, you know? residual like that's in the token slot. There's going to be there's going to be a touch of cocaine and some lube and some dick skin uh, in okay. a little bit in of co- that co- slot. The so cocaine just gets everywhere. It gets <laughs> everywhere. Cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. cocaine.
0: I love cocaine, and that is a perfect segue for me to go into things we love. Oh wow, things we adore, and things we hated, things we hated.
1: <laughs> Continue. Who point out who is going to go next?
0: Oh, Mark, what's something that you loved?
1: Um, you know what I I I did really love watching uh the dad and marcel start to reform a relationship i did i liked the the fact that his dad didn't want to take the money and he didn't feel like he could ever find a way to spend it so marcel you know a lot of movies do that or they'll be like oh it's dirty money and i don't want anything to do with that and marcel went out and got him like his presumably his dream car And got him a hunting rifle and got him a map Mm -hmm. of where he used to go hunt for moose and was planning this whole experience that they would enjoy together. And I found that to be just really touching in a movie that is admittedly Mm -hmm. less zoo, mostly dark that was a very sweet night of the movie. Mostly night. By the time that they got to the zoo, I kind of forgot that a zoo was part of the movie title. For the first (laughs) three hours of the movie, I was thinking, when does the zoo come into play here? Um, And I thought that there was just Mm -hmm. some figure of Mm -hmm. speech that was maybe translated into English incorrectly. And then, oh, they do go to a zoo. But I really did like how they... They didn't, on the one hand, this is really annoying, they don't rush the rebuilding of their relationship. Like this movie, they don't rush anything in this movie. But it was also kind of nice that there wasn't some quick turn, a single conversation changed everything, and now we are father and son in it together. It, It kind of showed a more realistic... A strange, estranged relationship, and that it takes time and multiple conversations to find a a, you know a point of level ground where it's like, okay, now we can actually start talking with each other instead of being angry with each other. Um, And I thought the movie did that really, really well. Yeah, I love that line too. That his dad says when Marcel tries to hand him some money, and he's like, "Here, take some money," and he's like. I don't have the imagination to spend it. And I was like, that is such a wise thing for a young man to write for an old man because it speaks to so many things. Like he's like, I'm I'm done worrying about that kind of money. Any money I probably would get at this point, I want to hand to you anyway. I'm just not. Yeah. I just don't want to even bother to spend that kind of money and it. It was such a nice, succinct way of saying a lot with just a little, I thought that was really, really cool. Right. The other interesting part of that is that once they had, once he gives them that car, they're having like a dinner at that. And there are moments, particularly Mm -hmm. a moment we'll probably discuss in a bit where the dad seems to like be, he's like having a hallucination, but we don't really know Mm -hmm. if it's a hallucination or not. And I, I wondered, this is even the second time through, I wondered is this dinner party truly happening and he's getting this car? Cause there's, he's also so like taken and moved by, by the car getting this car from his son that he's like, I, I, I it's like, is he imagining this giant dinner party as well? And he's getting this car, but that the dinner party was truly happening. But mm-hmm. um, it was just interesting. Yeah. I, it's so, interesting. You say that because I was, I was a little taken back by the fact that he's getting this car and he gets this, hunting rifle and his friends don't give a fuck they're like they're like yeah over cake. here and eat but <laughs> there's cake yeah we have to right. eat cake i spent right a now. long time on this meal let's fucking go <laughs> also eating an elaborate dinner in a parking garage is not right the ideal setting in my opinion i'm I, right. I mean mm. It, it, you're, it's, you're gonna have a lot of gas fumes it's not gonna <laughs> right i was about to say the gas fumes go really well with the lasagna guys trust me <laughs> really <laughs> enhances the flavor for you to smell mm-hmm. old gas erica what, what's something that you loved
0: i i had a different take on albert's wife visiting him i think that was fully imagined i do not think i agree no back. i agree i think that's his sort of yeah, no. Dream I think that yeah. Sequence that she mm-hmm. came back and told him the house was lovely and gave him a kiss. I don't think that I don't think that happened at all. And I like for once that the ladies in this were like, "No, stay away from me. You're trouble. I don't like you." And they they were never won over. Marcel doesn't get yeah. her back. As and far as we yeah, know, he yeah. shouldn't. And no, it shouldn't, shouldn't work out for him. And it shouldn't be a thing like you did it. You rekindled with your dad and you did right. I take you back. I love that. I was like, no, he doesn't win. He loses his dad and he loses a girl. He doesn't win here. Sure. He tries to be right by his dad before he he ends. He gets rid of that nasty
1: cop, corrupt cop problem that he has in his life. He does take care of that. He -hmm. and his American friend have a cool little bit, which... Maybe. Yeah. 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 They take care of that little... Well, yeah, potentially.
0: But, yeah, I like that. I like that it didn't just work out and that it wasn't for just sure. like, oh, you didn't treat me right, but I'm going to take you back because I see this song. But I side love you. you. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. like that that didn't work out for him. And sure. even more than that, I love that Albert owned a bird. <laughs> yes, so I yes. love that he had a bird. And he was concerned for the bird. And what he kind fell, of
1: bird was it? It was a parakeet. Was it? Yeah. Oh, See, again really need that updated version this thing really yeah, yeah for sure parakeet. yeah this should really get a blu-ray so we can actually see what's happening in some of these scenes
0: yeah just look like a little parakeet but i love that he had that bird because people who own birds are weird and yeah yep. I, I
1: agree with that actually
0: have a bird because for most birds and parakeets are more social than others but they will, like, really bond with you. So to me... I, you I mean, know, as much as
1: a human can bond to a bird.
0: Well, they don't ever explore in that movie when he got the bird. So it felt mm-hmm. to me like that was a bird that he had when Marcel was not around. Mm-hmm. So it was important to him wow. to get that bird back. And when he was hospitalized, the fact that Marcel brought the bird to the hospital room was important because that it was, was...
1: unsanitary to do. Yeah. Against hospital rules? I'm sorry, what was the... Point? Things I
0: hated? We're talking about this movie with Ryan Mark. Yeah, I'll just start that. Things we hated. As someone started. who's
1: owned a few parakeets, I'm going to assume he got that bird within six months. Yeah. it's a very recent purchase. He definitely got it while Marcel was in prison. But but you thought that it's, it's a bird that just Albert bought on his own because he had a connection to it. Yes. Yeah, that was not something that Marcel had.
0: No. Marcel right. didn't have that bird. Marcel doesn't give a fuck about that bird. You can tell. He doesn't give a shit about that bird. He
1: doesn't give a shit about a bird. He doesn't Florida a shit about is his Albert's TV.
0: bird. Florida a, is Albert's bird.
1: The thing that I think Marcel probably takes care of the best is that giant fucking answering machine that he has. That's yeah. probably the thing he contends for. Of course, for his own for.
0: messages. Right. What a dick. Yeah. The
1: things I loved,
0: I I loved... Wait, you're still on things you love? You already talked about stuff you love. I
1: didn't talk about it.
0: Oh, God. I didn't
1: Uh, talk about it. You agreed
0: with Mark and said you loved all the dad stuff. No,
1: I just mentioned there was cool lines. I didn't say that. I loved it (sighs) too.
0: There's not this much to love about this movie. I've already covered it, The Bird. (laughs) (laughs) I think this
1: movie, for the scenes you can see that aren't totally dark because, of course, we're watching this on a VHS... I do think this is shot really well. There's particularly some very good shots of it, particularly the shot uh, when the title card comes up and that we're on some like Montreal rooftops. I think there's some very good shots in this. When it comes to watching nothing but new world movies, you're like, okay, this has got a nice little tracking shot out to a nice beautiful uh, view of a bridge and water and there's like curtains flowing in in the wind. Um so it's a real shame. That's why I think it's a real shame that there's not a Blu-ray, there's not a better copy that's readily available. I guess you can rent it on iTunes. But um, so shout out to Guy Defoe who was uh, the DP on this, and he was nominated for a Genie for cinematography every year from 1987 to 1992, and twice in 1991. So he wow. never just, got the good Genie. For him. Oh, he got the Genie okay. for this movie and another. So he's won oh, right. several okay. Genies. But I was also nominated for like he had just a streak of nominations. Okay. He's been nominated many times. But I that's thought you the, meant like
0: the streak. He was nominated all those times and didn't get. No, the genie. no, no. Was he was nominated and he
1: won. Well, he won for this. Everybody okay. who was nominated right. for this movie pretty much won. Was I so. nominated
0: for having to watch
1: it? <laughs> yep, you won oh, a genie. Everybody God. gets a genie. Everybody oh, gets hooray! a genie. The guy who plays the dirty cop, the the guy Charlie, he that won. That
0: guy got a genie.
1: He got a genie for best support. The movie. hand job guy. Ah, no, that's George. Oh, no, his oh, the other guy's oh. partner. The
0: whistle, the whistle guy.
1: Yeah,
0: who's like yeah. a whistle. The
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I'll never trust a whistle again. You know <laughs> what I mean?
1: That again <laughs> is George, isn't it? That's George. George is the guy in bed, the ball guy. George is the ball guy
0: who gets blown up. Like Charlie.
1: Blown? Charlie's the guy who get they shoot later in the hallway. Who's holding the
0: towel? In the towel. Hate this movie. Oh, let's go to things we hated. Things, go ahead. Ah, oh, things we hated. Who in the hell's Charlie and who in the hell's George? It's I just hard to keep I've this explained straight. it twice.
1: One guy's bald. One guy has hair. Ugh. It's actually not that hard. And 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 George is wearing this. So like, just remember, just just remember, Lubin London his pocket Fog code. did not win a genie.
0: <laughs> he did not win a genie.
1: Lube oh. in his pocket didn't win a genie. No, oh, all right. Something you hated, uh Mark. What's something you hated? Um, I hated that uh, for being a musician, we really never got to explore uh, his setup. I mean, we saw the real <laughs> to real. Uh, he had a synthesizer, but they never they never really showed you what it was. Mm-hmm. Presumably from the music that's playing uh, before the whistle is blown. It sounds like a Korg wave station is being used. I mean, there's definitely a Korg wave station there, but I don't know what else was being used. And I kind of had hoped that I get a little shot of his setup. I wanted to know what he, he was he using. He had a bunch of he had a wall of keyboards. I was curious what your thoughts were. Right, about but that. they never they never close. You don't up really get to see it it. enough to really know what it is. So he does out. get out of jail and quick. He he composed that little song onto that tape and then gave it to his American buddy in jail, and then that was like the music he listened to to kind of as part of their cue for once. The American buddy was in bed with. George, right. the right. bald guy with lube in his pocket. And so that was part of their cue, was this song he wrote, Erica, Something You Hated, which is a bummer. We should have seen if, I mean, we we spend nearly two hours of this movie. Give us a scene where he's just fucking
0: playing yeah, the key, jamming, out. jamming
1: out on his keyboard, just fucking going to right. town. Like, like
0: how fucking, dusty were those keyboards when he returned? Yeah,
1: let's see business. it, Yawn Hammer. Let's fucking go for it. Let's just do it, you know? Oh, that's—I mean, yeah. Anyway, Erica, what's something you hated?
0: Uh, I hated how little time we spent in the zoo. <laughs> I felt like that should have been a much more—it's
1: a significant scene though in the zoo. It's a
0: significant scene, but we barely spend any time in there for it to be the title of the movie.
1: But it's a significant—the the scene and what it represents is why it's called Night
0: Zoo. Oh, really? God. <laughs> <sighs> Really? Is that
1: why? <laughs> but you want more? You want more zoo? Yeah, I just wanted more zoo. Okay. Well, it's in the fucking title. Zoo. It should, there yeah. should be more I mean, zoo. It's oh. a lot. Oh, you both want more zoo. It's a zoo. lot okay. of build up. Night Patrol had a lot of fucking patrolling. Thank you. <laughs> but night and day patrolling, Mark. It starts <laughs> with like 20 minutes of day patrolling. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Either I way, there is a
1: lot of patrolling. Yeah, yeah,
0: I hate that. Look, yes,
1: what I hate. Well, there is a lot I of night that. in this. There is just I not a lot that. of zoo. And Crimes of Passion <laughs> has a lot of crime and passion in it. This oh. movie has a lot of night and very little zoo. Uh, I would That's say there is almost no passion in that That's movie. Correct. That is, there is no passion in that movie. I uh, will say if something I hated. Uh, I I probably like this movie more than you guys.
0: Yeah, you definitely
1: uh, did. Because watching the a second time, I, I think, really did help. Um, there's definitely a couple of really tough scenes to watch in this.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I'm I not hope the fan to of, never watch this but, again. I can't yeah. imagine being like, this. Oh, no, oh, and what this do you want watch? Night Zoo?
1: Yeah, put in Night Zoo? <laughs> right.
0: You want to watch Marcel Bay Thou Bear after he's dead or dying? Yeah, let's pop it in. Sounds yeah. awesome. No. Uh, well, thank
1: you. You know, it's like when I'm dying, you don't need to, you don't need to, like, Dab me down with a washcloth, like it's all good. Dude. Seriously, I am mean, in a movie in the that safe takes this sweet ass time, he does a piss poor bathing job. On he his really, like, yeah, don't job. give me such a shit bath. If you're gonna give me a bath before I go, like, give me a proper bath. Get in
0: there, get yeah. the toe jams.
1: Twenty twenty three. Between this and cries and whispers, I saw some piss poor bathing. Yeah, oh,
0: such poor bathing. Yeah.
1: Don't give me the the Silence of the Lambs tuck, and then just sort of d- dab he didn't me. Tuck
0: him. That was a towel. Do you think There's he had a full tuck? It with- do you think? I, no, that was a strategically
1: placed sheet. It was. I look. That like might little be little my like favorite scene tucked. now. If he had, if he had his, <laughs> his movie tuxes tucked, tucked, that might <laughs> be tucked my favorite <laughs> scene. God. But I would say the thing I didn't like, though, is just the fact that it's just so long, and there are places where you can cut it. Long. Like I was gonna borrow a page from Mark and say the thing that I loved was like this really sets a mood, and the things I hated was like a little too much mood.
0: Yes, too much mood. Like,
1: maybe tone down the mood a bit <laughs> too much you know mood. because there's places to cut in particular towards the end like um i think it's maybe either prior to uh marcel dealing with the cops or maybe just post uh and then him having to then go deal with his father but like there's a scene where he's just like outside he's burning something on his table on his coffee table mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like right. looking over things and emoting and then, like a second later, I thought later, it
0: was the film strip.
1: I think it was. I think it is. Yeah. I think the, it's, again, yeah, you can't recordings. see it. Unfortunately, you yeah. can't see it because of the. Yeah, I think that's what he was doing, but I you can't. You honestly, it looks like nothing because of the V, v C R. But um, but then in the scene later, he's talking to I think Pepe, the guy who coughs all the time and smokes, mm-hmm. and he's talking to him like, at the restaurant. But like, you cannot understand a word. It's not subtitled. I'm like, yep. why do we need this? I don't know what's happening here. I can't hear anything. I couldn't I don't know if there were, I couldn't even hear perceptible words, probably even if I could, you know, speak French. So like this was just it just was like this look, th- this is an example of things you could have lost. It wouldn't have been a big deal to lose. There are there were moments you could have lost and you probably wouldn't have upset the tone. And there is a really good tone that he sets in this movie, but you could have trimmed a little bit you know you could have used the old roger corman trip of a trick of taking each scene and losing like a frame at the at the beginning and the end of each scene even monty hellman who would run long with his movies said that's a great trick because it it you don't miss it and it cuts down a little bit on the length of the of the entire thing um all right let's switch to our favorite scene mark i think we're together what's your favorite scene my favorite scene is also a scene that really irritated me, and it's the fishing scene. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And I'm I'm mixing it up because I think we have the same favorite scene, but I'm get, I'm just going to do something different. The okay. reason why I God forbid I, I, we have the same favorite. favorite scene, Mark. I know, God forbid. I know, I know. Um, the fishing scene is. It, it, I, I I I was actually laughing during the fishing scene because. He has this monster fish on his hook, but yet the bobber never goes under the water. Never, right. The bobber stays up top. And I thought, either you have a very loose bobber that does not attach to the line at all, or this is all ADR, which of course it is. Or, and, and somebody on the boat where the camera is, is just like a PA is like pulling the line and trying to give it like a right, false sense but, of a but right. giving it a tug but it's not actually being pulled under if you have a fish it's going to pull the bobber down right but which it's the didn't. whole point of it so which is the whole point so while his dad is trying to give him instructions on how to reel this in I'm like you don't need to do shit because the bobber hasn't gone down so nothing is happening here um and that was my favorite scene. Your favorite, it's your favorite scene is a frustration. That makes sense for this movie. <laughs> yes, but one yeah. that actually uh, that actually caused me to laugh, which this, no other part of this movie made me laugh. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Erica, what was your favorite scene?
0: Uh, my favorite scene was also a scene of frustration, and that was breaking into the zoo and murdering an elephant. Right. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. I thought man, it was easy to break into that zoo.
1: Very easy. <laughs>
0: just get some bolt cutters and snap, we're into the zoo. I also <laughs> just got frustrated that they shot that elephant up. And I get it. Yeah. That was the whole plan to like. To hunt. And, this and bigger He was hunt,
1: dying, so when, he can't, maybe right, he thinks this is a moose.
0: Right. But I was like, is going back to jail, right? I mean, he broke into a zoo. Yes, right. Breaking for sure. The right. Ring, and then he's. Killing an endangered animal. Right.
1: Yep. On the spot. On the spot.
0: He's going back to jail, right?
1: And just a final question. And then they took a guys. picture of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to jail.
1: <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is just, uh, you know, we talked about it. I think that scene with the dad when he's passing away and he sees his wife and he just wanted to have one last moment with his wife where they just had a pleasant conversation.
0: Not going to happen, Ryan. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to
1: happen. Nope. Well, the thing is, I don't think he wants her back. And I, I think he does. He wants her back. He does want her back. He got a bird. But, yeah, he's he does. He's desperate. Did. Yeah, he's.
0: Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he will take any amount of love. He owns a bird.
1: Right? <laughs> he's bonded with a, a bird. He's bonded
0: with a bird. He wants yeah. her back. He okay? definitely is
1: lonely, for sure. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But, I mean, I think that what he wanted was, like, when he. He asked Marcel, like, had he contacted his mother about the hunting trip. He, Marcel kind of doesn't say anything right away. And he says, don't tell me anything. Cause I just, I don't, I don't want to hear what she probably said. Cause I think he just wants to have. No, it's about inviting her to the birthday party. Oh, the birthday party. Sorry. Yes. They were also talking about the hunting trip at the same time. So, um, but, but, um,
0: I think he's just, I think he just her, wanted... he wants her to be proud of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And. She's clearly not. No. That's why she left. No, no. She's not proud of him. So he's like.
1: And that's the only he thing he wanted be like before he passed away. That's why she gives him you know? a kiss and
0: says like you redecorated. It's lovely. Yeah. That place looks like shit. And it still looks like She probably shit. told him like a
1: thousand times clean this fucking <laughs> right. place up. Yeah. So. Get out of the fucking While bath. he was in a bathtub. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this water's yeah. cold. Get out of the bathtub. Why did, God. why did you take a shit in the trash yeah. can? And stuff yes. a book down the toilet. <laughs>
0: this
1: doesn't make any sense. I have to call yet ag- the plumber yet again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's go to final questions. Here's our final questions for the, right, Zula- uh,
0: the Um
1: Charlie and George's lunch cost $8. I know it's 1987, but that's still a good price right i think so well that's like 20 percent of his rent <laughs> <laughs> is it because he comes <laughs> they come in the scene if he he, he they, well, you they, said, they said his rent in. was 50 bucks a month so i'm just. so <laughs> oh, okay right <laughs> i know right okay yeah that's fair yeah that's fair yeah maybe that is a lot then Because he says, like, hey, I spent eight eight bucks. Don't waste this sandwich Mm -hmm. by beating up on Marcel. All right, well, okay, fair enough. Um, The dad always talks about this big story where he shot a moose, and he had the biggest moose. Do you think he actually really shot that big of a moose? Or was he just kind of making some shit up? No, he's just totally making that shit up. Totally. Or maybe, like, his... In remembering it, like the story get the the moose just gets bigger and bigger in his memory. You know, one of those things where you're like,
0: "He so was really just a Great Dane. <laughs> <laughs> he was just
1: in a firehouse. He wasn't. He's like, what the hell? Man? This is a family no, Ryan, dog, Ryan. Not a Dalmatian. <laughs> they don't have Great Danes in firehouses." <laughs> What an idiot! I'm sorry. Uh, well, it's just the one. You walks into the one. F- hey, I don't know how things work in Montreal.
0: In Montreal, they have Great Danes instead of Dalmatians. You walks into the They're one like, firehouse, one uh, the one firehouse on Earth that has a Great Dane <laughs> a as a dog.
1: <laughs> oh, what an idiot. What an idiot like we I am. fought
0: the fire hours ago. Yeah. The dog <laughs> right. just now made it right. back. This it's is a stray slow. dog, but also what the hell, man? Super slow. <laughs> this is not <laughs>
1: our dog. We have a Dalmatian upstairs. Hmm. How quickly does Tony rent out Albert's apartment? Like, does he give it a week out of respect? Or like, does he put it up the next day? What do you think? Well, he's got to finish the remodel on it, right? That's going to take some <laughs> sure, time. Sure, sure. Because I mean, they were knocking down walls and shit. Yeah, and so. he's going to search
0: the rest of those walls looking for more cocaine and I mean. money.
1: Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah, that's true. So he's got to give it at least a
0: week. Yeah, and he's got to find a new home for that bird. That's what the that last question Where's, is. What happens, what happens to happens the to bird? Florida? What happens to Florida? What happens
1: to Florida? What happens to it, Mark? What do you think? I think he gives it to his his ex-girlfriend as a peace offering. Oh, to to Mar- to Marcel's mom? No, that, I think that Marcel gives it to his Oh, I prostitute, see. To show <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, be like, right. Oh, no, hey, I got you something. I got you this bird. Hey, sorry those those cops almost shot up your tongue and killed you, but here's a bird. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> right to which she ended up owning that bird for many years and loving it dearly. Right, it, right. Uh, but never got back together with Marcel. Never ever. gets back together with Marcel, no. Right. You, you can't, you don't get back together with the French-Canadian squat. Her <laughs> 401k is looking really good right now. Yeah, it's, it's here. Really... Here's the research. Film Dallas, everybody. We finally get to talk about Film Dallas. This is the first movie we've covered that was released by Film Dallas Pictures, a subsidiary of New World Pictures. Oh, no. A partnership that began in... Wait, does that
0: mean we have to watch all the Film Dallas movies, too?
1: (laughs) Honey. (laughs) Oh, no. Remember, um, this is a partnership that began in 1986. Remember when we discussed Crimes of Passion, as we've brought up on this episode. If I must. (laughs) uh, uh, A few times. And I mentioned at the time that that Jonathan Axelrod, who worked at New World Pictures, wanted to get New World into more sophisticated films. And we even talked to Tony Randall in one of our interviews and asked him, like, where were those sophisticated films? I think this was that Film Dallas was them trying to get into more sophisticated films. At the time that they, they partnered with them, they're also making movies like or acquiring movies like Miss Mary and Steaming. And I think those are their attempt to try to get into mm. more art house films, much like Corman had done art house films.
0: So does that mean mm-hmm. Steeman's going to be considered an art house film?
1: Steaming is considered an art house film. Yes. Mm. Even though that, again, no, these are Steemin. acquisitions. Ste- well, Steeman. Steeman. Yeah. yeah. Steeman is, is clearly an art, an art house movie.
0: Yeah, of course. A fart house movie. I mean.
1: Got it. <laughs> As uh, because if you if you have look if you have a movie that's filled with dongs, yeah, it's gonna be an art house. That's movie. the dream, <laughs> or porn, but it's no, you know, the, it's
0: it's art house. I'm just saying,
1: well, I know. I'm just saying, a movie with a bunch of dongs could go either way. Uh, Film Dallas actually started in 1984 as an investment group that were looking to finance movies that would be shot in Texas, and Dallas is a primary location. Film Dallas actually helped Julie Corman finance The Dirt by Kid, starring Peter Billingsley, for Concord Pictures. And then they got into a couple movies, 1985's The Trip to Bountiful, uh, for which Geraldine Page won an Oscar, and The Kiss of the Spider Woman, uh, with William Hurt winning the Oscar as well. So all of a sudden, they had these two giant hits. And those Oscars definitely got New World's attention, though, They had some contact with Film Dallas prior to the Oscar ceremony because in January of 1986, Film Dallas produced a seminar called the New American Film Industry in Memphis. And in attendance was Gail Katz, vice president of finance for New World Pictures. And shortly thereafter, the two companies joined forces. Mm. The deal between New World and Film Dallas was reported by the L.A. Times in September of 1986 like this. They said... New World Pictures, the same company that thrilled us with Godzilla 1985, worked us up with Grunt, the wrestling movie, and is currently titillating us with Reform school girls so young, so bad, so what, is now serving up high protein brain food. So the plan was to s- was to release six to ten films a year under Film Dallas Pictures, budgeted around five to seven million dollars. Which was low risk considering New World's success at the time with with video. And uh, according to the article, New World was getting two to $4 million per title that they would release on New World Video. Hmm. Said Robert Remy at the time, he said, years ago, when I was a sales manager for Corman's New World, art films were foreign films. Specifically, they were French and Italian films and an occasional South American film. Today, those foreign language movies aren't that strong. But there is a big audience for English language films like Kiss of the Spider Woman and The Trip to Bountiful, films the majors don't want to mess around with. He continued, when I was at Universal, I tried to get a classics division going and I couldn't get anybody motivated. Now, I don't think they were wrong. What the studios need is for Howard the Duck to work. They don't need Mona Lisa to work. A three and a half million dollar movie would be a giant hit for us. It's meaningless to them. One of the first official acquisitions of Film Dallas, it's an Argentine sci-fi drama called Man Facing Southeast. And the first actual planned film together, they they make Film Dallas and New World because they do a 50-50 split. Um, The Minneapolis shot comedy Patty Rocks to give you a tease of some of the movies that we are going to have to watch. Now before Erica before you start thinking that Film Dallas opens up even more movies that we're going to have to cover it will. But not as many not as many as I have to watch
0: The Trip to Bountiful? I mean Oh my god I just read the summary (laughs) it's like my nightmare it's an hour and 48 minutes long and it's like Carrie Watts may be old, but she suffers no shortage of spirit. No. Oh no, I'm already out the first <laughs> sentence. And there's not going to be a single titty in this. <laughs> no. Oh God. Um, now here's the thing. Coming oh, to Rebecca a- de Mornay. This is going to be a real serious one. Oh, boy. It was a very tough subject matter to be a commercial film in hindsight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Indeed. <laughs> Uh, Coming to our rescue, ironically, is the October 1987 stock market crash. Because
0: that... I'm
1: listening. (laughs) That, coupled with a lack of hits for New World, mounting debts and a video market that was actually starting to become more selective. Now, New World did a lot, not to digress into what happened with New World, but New World did a lot of stuff that they grew a little too quickly and it turned out to be Mm -hmm. uh, something that really hit them later, especially because of the stock market. They tried to
0: take a trip on their own and their daughter-in-law was like, it's not safe. (laughs) Because not
1: only, not only were they buying film Dallas and trying to start this partnership, they'd also acquired Marvel at the end of 1986. So they're buying up a lot of assets Mm -hmm. because I think, the boom of video was huge they were buying up as we know from Vidtober, uh, and we will learn in other <laughs> subsequent videotobers they were buying up tiny movies that weren't weren't making a ton of money and they're putting them out and they're making 2 to 4 million dollars off these each one of these titles that they're picking up they're making a ton of money but then the stock market crash they hadn't had theatrical hits things are they, they're expanding obviously too fast thinking that this is never going to end. New World found itself on not so solid footing as it had before. By March of 1988, the LA Times reported that New World had dissolved its 50% stakehold with Film Dallas, leaving Film Dallas um, on its own. That left Film Dallas to actually, in some cases, they had to become the distributor, something it did not want to do. Uh, As Film Dallas president Sam Grog told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram in 1989, he said, New World was going to be our mothership. We never would have tried all of this on our own. They were just trying to bring, you know, uh, smaller arthouse films and shoot them in Dallas. At that point, they were shooting movies in New York. They were shooting a movie in Ireland, movies that we all talk about. Um, oh but Film Dallas Filed chapter 11 In 1989 right along with New World And stopped mm. uh, Who was at that point they got sold And they stopped releasing movies Theatrically so It's not the 6 to 10 movies A year that they were initially planning There's only a handful really of movies That we will talk about Only a handful films. Erica A handful, handful. So, um, as, A handful too many <laughs> This is for Night Zoo um, one of New World's few film Dallas films. Um, it did open in limited release.
0: Are we still talking about Night zoo? Yes. Oh, my <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> it's like Oof. watching it all over again. Oof. It's, it opens in limited release in New York in late March 1988, San Francisco April 88, and in Los Angeles and Boston in May 1988. In fact, I found a newspaper ad in the Boston Globe they had an ad for Night Zoo. It was right next to an ad for New World's Dead Heat. Huh. Oh, so That would be the worst double wow. feature. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tough stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it did go out unrated. Um, Sam Grog also, in an article I read, he talked about it. I mean, they, they had to
0: throw anything at it to get people to watch it. They
1: said they would have They're had like, to cut. unrated. They would have had to cut too much out, they said, to get an R rating and they didn't want to do I, I that. Beg to so I beg to differ. I beg to differ.
0: could have cut so much They could out. have
1: honestly cut a lot out and it would have been fine. Um, yeah. But they didn't do that, so they kept it uh, unrated. It goes out on video unrated, and which it goes out on video, New World video, sometime at the around the end of 1988, maybe January 1989, where it cost... Only cost the hilarious price of $69.95. Woo! Yeah,
0: $69.69?
1: No, that would have been even better.
0: Wink. That would have been better.
1: Um, so that's that's the history that's of it. Friends of Passion sold for <laughs>
0: right, right.
1: Um, and that that's that's what it goes out into video, and then that is about it. Um, it doesn't uh, go beyond, like I said, to DVD or Blu Ray or anything. It mm. kind of sat there um a in a, a film probably well known uh in circles like certainly film circles in canada no i don't think it's hardly known at all in this country so and that's it hmm. that's night too wow uh if you like this episode give us a five-star review you can find all our episodes our t-shirts buy a t-shirt do us a solid and buy a t-shirt that's help that's helps keep the lights on everybody or the lights off for November. <laughs> um, and you can go to our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. You can find all our episodes, articles, and uh, I might try to throw together an article about Film Dallas, as a matter of fact. Um, and you can find all that stuff at our website. Thank you so much for listening. At the very least, tell somebody about the podcast, and we'll see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.